Hey, hey, Bengals fans, here's the Bengals calling. Mean and angrily, hey, how you doing? It's the producer and Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Who Day Over 40 podcast, our long time, long suffering Bengals fan podcast where we bring up some painful new memories for the Bengals and look hopefully towards the future. Uh, rebellions are built some, on hope. Some people no longer suffer because. The only way to deal with the pain sometimes is to confront it head on. Uh, on the line tonight, I have my two favorite offensive weapons lined up in the flank of position. It's the salmon. Salmon, say what's happening. Uh, kind of plump and angry anyway. I don't seem to know about slim anymore. But, hey, oh, how y'all doing tonight? <laughs> oh, it's all right, man. Hey. You know what? We got You got to have that big wide receiver. You know, you're the you're the Rodney Holman here. Yeah, the Alden Tate. Tight end. Yeah. Put on, yeah, the Alden Tate. You know, put on a couple of pounds so you didn't move and inside. You, know, you, know, you can you can catch. Yeah, yeah. You know, known more for you blocking at this point. Uh, also on the line tonight is two yards and a collar dust. It's big house. What's happening, man? Yeah, uh, my dedication is yeah. Came thirteen pounds into. Working at home. Yeah, I mean, we do have to bring it up uh, on two levels. One, uh, still working from home. Um, nothing really changed. COVID numbers flying off the charts in other states. Probably well, headed towards the second. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. headed towards the second lockdown. You know, it is what it is. We're run by an mm-hmm. incompetent government. So this couldn't be really a surprise. Uh, the second point of bringing that up, and this won't be the podcast for it, but if you listen to any of our other stuff across platforms, we will be dealing with the uh, with kind word civil unrest that's been happening for the past three weeks. We've just gotten schedule issues that we haven't really recorded this podcast or whatever. But rest assured, we got thoughts. Um, <laughs> you will hear them at some point in time. Just maybe only intermix on this podcast. But when you get to halftime, you're going to hear about it too. Uh, we'll just keep it in a, in a more of a sports realm. But to set the show, uh, we've got the regular four quarters tonight. Uh, we're gonna The subtitle of the show tonight is Who Day Over 40 versus uh, the Bengals' all-time cornerbacks. We're going to talk cornerbacks for the Bengals. We've done this with, um, I guess we've done it with uh, linebackers, which was terrible. Um, we did it with <laughs> quarterbacks, which I think was on the last podcast. And so tonight uh, we're going to talk about cornerbacks, and really that's going to be brought up uh, by the passing of um, longtime Bengal cornerback Ken Riley, who passed away a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we're gonna talk about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be Hall of Famer. We're gonna talk about him in the second quarter. Uh, so we got four quarters. Our halftime topic, and kind of alluded to it. We're gonna talk about this, the kneeling situation uh, with the NFL in relation to George Floyd's uh, killing, not passing away. He was killed, and uh, we'll talk about mm-hmm. cornerbacks. For the, yes, and we'll talk yeah. about cornerbacks for the rest of the um, the rest of the quarter. So, all right, let's get it started. And Bengals news. There ain't much. Um, There's really not a lot going on. Uh, The Bengals are still, I guess they're finishing up uh, what would be their half or their virtual off-season program. Teams are not allowed to meet in person, although I think they're allowed to be on site just without coaches at this point in time. But that's going to go into that NFL dark period here very, very shortly. Um, No draft picks for the Bengals are signed. I said this on the last podcast three weeks ago. Still a cause for concern, Hutcher? No, we just being, you know, it is what it is. We really are back to the Bengal dark ages if we haven't signed our people yet. Yeah. You really have to wonder, Now you really have to wonder, Sam, and why, I mean, like the sixth and seventh round picks aren't signed. I mean, like that would make sense to me, but the Bengals haven't signed anybody. Yeah. Look, 
I'm like this. Until they get all these cats signed, which they clearly need, um, I ain't resting easy. I'm I'm still a little concerned about that. I I know everybody's going through the same thing, but I don't care. These are the Bengals, and bad luck is forever the shadow marking them. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, and again, there's that. There's some teams that have signed all. There's some teams that have signed one or two. But I just think this might be business as unusual um, with Corona going on. Um, one of the other stories that was on Bengals.com, they did a profile on DJ Reader, our new nose tackle uh, that we signed from the Houston Texans, now the highest-paid nose tackle in the entire NFL. And this one worried me, Hutch, when I read it. But essentially, they were like, yeah, you know, I changed my diet. I'm coming in like 20, 30 pounds lighter, blah, 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 blah. And you should think, like, oh, you know, hey, that's the opposite of what usually happens when people get a big contract and then they get fat and lazy. But for whatever reason, <laughs> it just kind of came off wrong. It was like, we didn't sign you to be, you know, Mr. Olympia. Yeah, like, yeah, we signed yeah. you to be, like, yeah, a big blob back. So what the hell is this, huh? I don't know what this is. I mean, we need your, we need your fat ass to block up at least three or four folks. <laughs> yeah, we need you to keep, keep them off Geno. You you absorb yeah. three blocks so you can go make some plays. We yeah. we right just I mean just whatever man get some momentum and just collapse mm. on the center and the left and right guard so our linebacker should be like within five yards of tackling. Yeah, I mean I was thinking like I was like, oh, you gonna be one of these dudes like, hey, I gotta prove my worth on this contract and try to do stuff that is not what earned me that contract. You earned that contract from. Clogging up the middle. Eat them blocks, eat them ribs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't give a damn what. Mm-hmm. what, what the fat. Yeah. Stop, yeah. We didn't get you we didn't get you really to get facts. That wasn't the, the point. It was to clog up so we don't have to be thirty <laughs> second against the run again. Like do that. Don't make our look as bad as they are exactly as bad as they are. Like you really by trying to get slim. So, uh, but yeah, that's really, you know, kind of the only real news that's been going on. They've been doing profiles on other players. You've got Rodney Anderson coming back from his second ACL to play running back. I mean, you know, nothing really being out there like, oh, okay, this is some big Bengals news. You know, if you listen to the oh, Bengals fan, go ahead, Hunch. You didn't say anything about our quarterback was like one of the first folks to put, the, put his feelings out about the situation in the streets. Yeah, we talked about him on the last yeah. podcast, though. We did. Yeah, we brought it up that he came out with a statement. Yeah, when we talked about the quarterbacks. So, uh, but it's going to come up again at halftime because the Bengals uh, lukewarm uh, in their response to everything that's going on, and I'm being shy. Well, that's um, pretty tiny. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, all right. So, yeah, that's really it. That's all the real Bengals news. AJ still hadn't signed his franchise tender. Uh, it sounds like that he's like Joe Burrow has gotten together with a lot of the uh, the wide receivers, um, you know, mm-hmm. and has thrown with them primarily with uh, John Ross. Uh, they hooked up a few times, at least according to John Ross, to go out and throw and catch. So um, I Did think hurt? That's apparently not yet. <laughs> um, so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, so yeah, that's that's that. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> jinx, no jinx. Again, he's playing for a contract. Uh, he's going to do he's everything in his power. Yeah, no, he's playing for yeah. that contract. Yeah, he's trying to get that contract, so um, mm-hmm. he's, he's going to do everything in power to not get hurt. All right, second quarter. <laughs> uh, it's, again, this is why the subtitle show, this is the death of Ken Riley, uh, old number 13, the old Rattler from Florida A&M, 
uh, died, 65 years old. Um, this gentleman oh, had man, 60, 70. Wait a minute, he was no, 72 sorry. or something. I'm sorry, I might have got his interceptions and his age mixed up. But yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's that, yeah. Well, he's 65 yeah. career interceptions, um, which mm-hmm. is fifth all time, fifth all time for corner, fifth all time for cornerbacks, and every player ahead of him is in the Hall of Fame. Every single every one. one of them. Every one. What about behind? Yeah. How many behind him? And behind him, there are, uh, I wrote it down, there are four players behind him with less interceptions that are in the Hall of Fame. Oh, God. So That's one of these terrible. things is not like the other. Correct. Mm. You know what it is. And, this, and, uh, and the old boy, he had, he had a oh, couple of interceptions or anything in, or done anything on the field, <laughs> I mean, physically, 30, in 36 <laughs> years, 37 <laughs> years? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. It's been a, 1982 mm-hmm. was the last season? Or 83? 83. Yeah, 83. He made the play. He made the, he was an all-pro in his last chucking year. Yeah. He had nine interceptions in his last year. Or, or It's 82 or 83. I forget. 1983. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, man. Played, what, 15 seasons? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's amazing yeah. that he's not in. And, again, it's the byproduct of the Bengals being the Bengals. And that, you know, because they were not very good for a lot of the years mm-hmm. that he played. That How about all of them? Damn near. Yeah, damn near. But he, gets, but he gets skipped over. So behind him in yep. interception uh, yeah. that's in the Hall of Fame, Ed Reed, um, oh. Ronnie Watt, Super Bowls, both safeties, Ronnie both Watt, safeties Dick, Dick LeBeau, uh, oh. Emmett Thomas, and mm-hmm. Mel Blunt. Oh, there's a bunch of them behind him that are in. Johnny Robinson, Lynn Barney, Aeneas Williams, uh, Eric Allen. Eric Allen's in the Hall of Fame? No, it can't Eric Allen. Allen. no he's not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the pluses. Sorry. I'm looking at the pluses. Aeneas Williams, uh, Billy Brown, Daryl Green, Ty Long, Keon uh, Sanders, Champ Bailey, uh, Jack Bailey Butler, is. Bobby Dillon, Mel Renfro. Larry Wilson, mm-hmm. Donnie Shell. Uh, I don't know I mean, yeah, I mean, there's some dudes way down on this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's some dudes way down mm-hmm. on this list that are in the Hall of Fame that don't have nearly the interceptions that he has, and that's just wrong on so many levels. That's the ultimate. They oversight. don't have the career. They don't have the career. Correct. Yeah. yeah. They have. I hear, I hear a lot of these folks. I know the names. I believe they won some Super Bowls. They, their teams were very successful for a long term, for a longer number mm-hmm. of years. They played for the Blue Bloods. Yeah, and I understand yeah, that. Exactly. Who are the dudes in front of? Who are the the four dudes in front of him? Um, Night Train Lane. Lane Rod yeah. Wilson, right. Right. Who? Oh, which Tunnel. He played from forty eight to sixty one. And Paul Good luck to him. Yeah. He played for Cleveland, right, Paul mm-hmm. Well, And right yeah. behind him, or tied for the fifth, is Charles Wilson, who you know is going in. Well, he's, he's already in, ain't he? Uh, he's, he's probably, probably, not, he's probably too young. He might be going yeah. in this summer because he retired in 2015, so this would be his fifth year, so he's probably a first ballot. So, yeah. be first so he's ballot. most definitely first ballot. Yeah, that's he's what I'm most definitely. first ballot. So, 
He's about to go in. Yeah. So the dude he's tied with is going in, but he's not. He, and, you know, this is another one of the things that he winds up going in posthumously, which is BS, which is why Ken Anderson is before he dies. Like, this is, I mean, put the man in there before they die. And, again, this goes on the Bengals, too. It's why you, you don't have a ring of honor, you don't retire numbers, you don't honor, mm-hmm. like, the past team that you have. So if they're forgotten by the team that they're supposed to, that cares about them or are supposed to care about them the most, what the fuck do you mm-hmm. think makes the NFL is going to care anything about them because they already don't anyway? The NFL would oh, rather Paul Krause not, played rather for the Cincinnati for, not even for the exist, Vikings. So, yeah. Paul Krause, okay. Yeah. Well, Paul Krause, yeah, I know. And, I really and, know. Yeah. and the, and the uh, four skins, the red skins. Mm. Real quick, side topic, Lauren Darren Sharper, that's the, one, that's the dude that raped, right? And that's the rape dude. dude. Yeah, he got for dollars in Green Bay, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Darren Sharp. That's the way to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. he's still uh, in jail. Ain't he? <laughs> he's definitely in jail. He may be under it. Um, all right. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So I mean, so I, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the reason that he's not in is because of the Bengals, right? Uh, you're not trying to argue that. No, it's it's. Who the fuck we argue that? Nobody cares about the I Bengals, mean, they, let alone, the, alone their own owner don't even care. I mean, so that, right, there you go. Right. That's that's well, their ultimate excuse. Well, well, well the they don't care. Why should we? Well, the yeah. owner before the current administration, oh, he must, I mean, you're right. That's a, that's a Paul Burn. That's big, that's big Papa Punk problem. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah. he, he learned at the stoop of his daddy. And his daddy don't believe he learned, in any of this stuff. He learned all the wrong yeah. things about well they yeah. that whole it's the same reason they don't have a Hall of Fame, all this all this stuff is connected. They yeah. value team above everything else, but they learned they've learned the wrong lessons. And it's it's really marked them as bad ownership over all these mm-hmm. years. Even Big Daddy Paul Brown had a bad reputation of, of overlooking players and not giving Proper praise, you know, when it was um, um, warranted. Definitely, just always. That's always been their problem. That's always been a terrible problem, and they just well, now, I, maybe now, seem to can be trying to do something. Maybe we don't even know for sure. Like the younger members of the family, are, I think they're starting to be a little embarrassed by it. Or at least we can hope so. Like you know, hope. old man, the old man, he don't care. He's not ever going to change. He he got to care. I mean this. Uh, Ken Riley, like 85. <laughs> I mean, right. I mean, this his career is the epitome of what you know. It's kind of a, it's kind of a whatever for what's mm-hmm. going on in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this. I mean, this. This him getting overlooked. He was. He was a four year starter at Florida A and M. He was a quarterback. Years. He was a mm-hmm. quarterback at A and M, and Paul yeah, Brown's like, we can't start no uh, black person as a quarterback. Black. Yeah. We got we're gonna, we're gonna start you a corner. We're gonna make you a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the man, yeah, that's, that's, what, the first round pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's, oh, he's a what are you, six, 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 but yeah, uh, and had an amazing career. He, but guess what? Because there was no free agency back in the day, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you played on a crappy team. You were stuck on a fucking crappy team for your whole chucking career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. It was a different game back then. Yeah. And, um, so go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, obviously, the Bengals were so bad back then. I mean, they, they did have some winning seasons, but playing against, obviously, the star-studded Super Bowl winning Steelers all those years, uh, were, the Bengals got no play, no play at all. Hell, I barely, I didn't even. They've been on a child. I didn't. They've been on TV what about ten like times in fifteen years? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, I, it's just like they they were overshadowed so much. It's like I, I've heard the arguments against why uh, they don't put him in the hall. It's always either Super Bowl. No Super Bowl uh, victories and playing on bad teams, and the NFL seems to be so satisfied with that. And there's never been any movement, and the Bengals damn sure didn't do anything to help him, which is horrible. It's just a sin. They hold the the key to this problem, and as the team has gotten somewhat better over the Marvin era, when they've br- finally been brought up into the modernization. Of football mm-hmm. in 2003. Mm-hmm. Two a couple of players yeah. now, so I'm going to bring these up to you. And the question is going to be would they be? Would they have been a Hall of Famer, same stats, if they were on a team, not the Bengals? And I only have a, cute, a, a couple of dudes. Um, and I'm trying to use retired mm-hmm. players because uh, the only one that's like currently playing right now that's not on the Bengals right now, I think he's, he's probably going to get in, but we'll talk about it in a second. All right. So. Would they have been a Hall of Famer if they were not on the Bengals? Willie Anderson. Yes. Definitely a Hall of Famer if he wasn't on the Bengals. Yep. I agree. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. You think is Willie Anderson a Hall of Famer if he's not on the Bengals? You put him on the Steelers, first ballot Hall of Famer. Yep. His next-gen stats, if you believe that stuff, I mean, he's there were, there were seasons where he didn't get, give up a pressure, not a sack, not even a pressure. He was a monster. He was, he was yep. another version of Anthony Munoz. Was a, he played what, right tackle? He didn't play left, right? Uh-huh. Was it, was yeah. It, yeah. I mean, he was another version of Munoz. And Munoz, he literally had to be the best all-time at his position to get in as a Bengal. <laughs> That's what you're going up against. Think about that shit. <laughs> that was awful. Yeah. Okay. Awful. So yeah, I and a minority. Yeah. Well, and a minority. And that, didn't, that didn't help either. <laughs> well, I think that did help him. Yeah. It's like, hey, well, you got to put one in. All right. Um, yeah, I guess. Next, next, Corey Dillon. He a Hall of Famer if he didn't play for the Bengals. Ah, uh, he'd be close. He'd be close. Mm-hmm. He set the rookie record. Yep. That the. Regular, I mean, at the time, the, you know, uh, that record, too. Mm-hmm. Single game record. Single game record, rookie mm-hmm. record. He got one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He has one Uh-oh. Super Bowl. Not with the Bengals, obviously. Never made the playoffs with the Bengals. Well, Never made the playoffs. Never made the playoffs. He got, like, he got 10,000 yards. He's close. He's got 11,241. He's the, top, he's, the, he's the number 20th rusher of all time. 
and everybody that's on this list ahead of him, except for Fred Taylor and Steven Jackson, are in. Everyone. And Frank Gore is one of them. But he's getting, Frank Gore is getting in. Yeah, he's getting in. Just for hanging around forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be, he'd be, he'd be in on another team, definitely. Because he would have had, he would have had a much better career. Yeah. I mean, Fred Taylor's probably going to wind up getting in at some point. He's at 17. He's at 17. Mm. Steven Jackson's at 18. Well, he played for the Jags, though. Yeah, that's help. But they were good when he was there. He was. They were good, but the Jaguars. But, yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah, good luck with that. I mean, but, yeah, he, if he was on another team, they would at least be talked of him. More than just three dudes on a podcast. Right. He would have got he would have got noticed. Yeah, he would have got noticed. I think he would have yeah, I didn't get I think he's in. Yeah. I think he's yeah. in if he, if he had played his whole career with New England or more than the three seasons or whatever. Easily. I think he was there. Yeah, Easily. He was getting in. Yes. Okay. He's in, yeah. Ocho Cinco. Mm. I mean, he's still the team leader for us because A.J. Green has lost four years. Wow. I didn't realize that. That's true. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah he's, that's still the, he's still the team. Right. Yeah, he is still the uh, the stats leader. Or whatever. Oh, right. He's still mm-hmm. the, yeah, the horse in the barn. Yeah. If he played for somebody else, if he played for, if he played for the yeah. 49ers or the Eagles, and he made a Super Bowl, or he got the Super Bowl. He got there with the Patriots, uh, but didn't do anything. Right, he yeah, got there with the Patriots, yeah. and they should have won. He has 11,059 yards on 766 yep. career catches, and what is 60, this? I mean, oh, yeah, 60, 40 yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, right. 60-something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I think he's, I think, I think he's, he's on the cup. He's got two Pro Bowls. Yeah. Uh, four Pro Bowl seasons and two All-Pro seasons. So six of his 11, year, or 10, 11 years in the league, he was either a Pro Bowler or an All-Pro. Mm. Two, he has two All-Pro <laughs> seasons. In 05 and 06, he had 1,400 yards and then 1,300 yards. Damn, that's pretty good. If he had one more season like that, I would say definitely yes. He's right on the cusp, I think, like Cuts. Well, you said. beat 13,000 yards. I mean, that, I'm that's who's, I'm who's, sure. like, who's a who's – a, who's a, uh, how the hell they get in and wide receivers? Like, Lynn Stallworth. Lynn Swan and Stallworth. They're both in. And Stallworth, yeah. They play for the Steelers. It's the Marines. Yeah. That's, 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 I mean, right. And they're, but their stats are – their stats are awful. not, you know, they're awful. Yeah, they're, they're, not, not they're, not you, they're not what you would think. Yeah, they they were on a star-studded team, and they are a whole bunch of them cats okay. that probably shouldn't be in. Right, got in on that shit. All yeah. right, ain't Rocky, ain't Rocky Blyer or something in the damn Hall of Fame or some shit? One, one of them cats. Yeah, they're not a Steelers. Head scratcher, the ridiculous thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like, they're the like fifteen yeah. Steelers in, ain't it? Like some crazy. All of them, and didn't nobody say shit. They just threw them all in the <laughs> They said, here, well, here's your gold jacket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, terrible. But I think yeah. I think Chad's in on a different team, for sure. And another, and think about this. Another team ain't going to put up with Chad's 
antics like Marvin did, right? <laughs> or you know what I mean? So he probably would have been a. I think he would have been a little more disciplined on another team. So that probably could help. You know, know what? And so, you know, a little bit of that, a little bit of that, also probably rubs some of the voters the wrong way. A little bit of his machismo or showing mm-hmm. out and this and that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, but he brought something to the game that the game we thought it needed, and right. people, I don't know, one of these days, maybe ten more, or maybe five years from now, mm-hmm. would headbutt women. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he might be in the Geico commercial. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, 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 he's in on a different team. In my book, he's in. I, there's no doubt. I'm more likely to put him there than to say no. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one I had, because we're going to have this conversation whenever he retires, he's not retired yet, is Andrew Whitworth is probably his – his second he's act in with the Rams probably made him a, a damn pro, uh, a Hall of Famer. Shit, he might go in as a Ram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he doesn't. They want it, well. I, I don't think they're going to want to see him. He might. No, no, no. I, I read something. He, no, he, he was on Willie Anderson's podcast, and he said, like, whenever he's done, he's going to do the ceremonial sign the one-day contract to retire as a Bengals. He put that on right. So, wow. He's not wow. Oh, I did, I did hear that. I don't yeah. mean nothing. Sure, the Bengals decide they don't want to do it. <laughs> All right, some, yeah, like, like somebody that. could be a, a, a stranger and be like, "You should sign this contract." <laughs> <laughs> Once Mike Brown finds out, he's like, "No, yeah. like, get him out of here! I'm not doing that." I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Rocky Rocky Breyer is not in the Hall of Fame. He's not, okay. Well. He's not the, t- uh, he, he's the only one. Well, well, good. He didn't deserve it, man. He didn't so, <laughs> so, you know, whenever they retire, we're going to be having these conversations, <coughs> excuse me, mm-hmm. about, you know, Geno's probably done enough to make it not an issue. But we'll be having this conversation mm-hmm. about A.J. Green. No, he's that. Yeah. Think, right. In, in terms of interior alignment, I, I think. I don't, be, I don't I, think he get. I don't think. Uh, oh boy, AJ Green not getting in now. He's gonna need. He's not getting in. Like kind of. He's gonna need two have more to, like decent yeah. seasons. Two yeah, good comebacks that happen. Like eleven, twelve yards Yeah, and like you gotta be catching everything. Yeah, on a team that Scott kind and of. Not with us. Yeah, and probably. Yeah. More than likely. All right. So, um, we'll, yeah, we'll be having this conversation about him. And like I said, Weston Crawley will make it a moot point. You know, a, a, a weird player for me for the, um, uh, for the Bengals is going to wind up and based on, you know, you never be like, oh, no, he was the greatest player of all time or whatever. But reading Carlos Dunlap keeps going and getting eight sacks a, a damn season. And he doesn't appear to be getting any real – you know, he's getting older, obviously, but he could still get mm-hmm. eight sacks a season. That mother blanker is going to wind up with a damn 80 or 90-some-odd sacks. He's going to be putting himself in – once you get towards 90 or 100, it's almost an automatic that you get in. So, mm. you know, I think he's at 68 or something like that at this point. He's very – He's over He's, he's over 30, and, right? Yeah, yeah, I think he might he, Yeah. He's over – he's 31 – Eight years old, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I mean, again, he'll be he'll wind up transitioning to somebody that all he does is essentially rush the quarterback. He's going to wind up getting yeah. eight sacks, you know, yeah. and eight sacks. Bring him in, 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 in third down. After a while, yeah, add up after a while. 
Yeah, he does. And, yeah. you know, that's going to be weird. Let me see how many career well, stats. He, he, he should get in. He should get in. Who, Carlos Hall of Fame? Yeah, he's got he's 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 scratch, 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 scratch that, scratch that. Not Carlos. Carlos Dunlap, he ain't getting in. Carlos right. Dunlap got 81 career sacks, man. 81. Right. Damn. He's two more. That's two seasons of average sacks of eight. He's going to be almost that is sacks. I know, I know. If he gets 100 sacks, he's in. Right now, he ain't in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying we're going to have to because he played for the Bengals, and they had somewhat some playoff success, but he was never like, you know, he's never going to be like, oh, he was the best player on the field because obviously AJ played next to to Geno all those years, but another player got 100 sacks. Like, that just don't just happen. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot. That's a whole lot of sacks, bro. That's a lot of sacks, man. <laughs> what, 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 what did you say he has now? That is a lot. What did you say? That is a lot. He has 81 now? 81 and a half. He has 81. <laughs> and, and he's been he's been there how many years? Um, what? Since that's pretty impressive, damn. That's pretty good. Wow, I had no right. idea. Yeah. And these last years have been, and these last yeah, years have been pretty chucking. I pretty, mean, we've been awful. So crap. Yeah. Ugh. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, if he if he does have a good, I mean, it's let's face facts. It's odds are against it, but we mm-hmm. never you never know. He could have a resurgence. Somebody, somebody you know. Playing next to him takes some um, pressure off him. He can, he can give eight that to ten sacks. Yeah, that mother blanker goes out there and gets ten sacks, and now he's sitting at ninety-one, and he's going to be thirty-two or thirty-three. He's getting a hundred sacks. Yeah, sacks. he will. You know, he, he uh, may not. It may uh, not be here. He may go to another team, but yeah, he'll get it. Yeah, yeah. he getting it. Th- yeah, that's going to be weird if he cracks a hundred and see. Um, because again, like that's just generally the barrier. Like if you get a hundred sacks, you want to get well. It. You would you would think sixty five interceptions and yeah. two or three <laughs> all throws. <laughs> you think that would uh you know? That's a very yeah. good point. Uh, yeah. That's a very good yeah. point. Yeah. All right, let's roll into the halftime tunnel. Uh, on that, uh, our halftime topic this week um, is the NF- NFL and. Uh, Social justice, I guess. You know, if we could tell the story back, Colin Kaepernick made his decision to kneel during the national anthem based on a green beret, retired, telling him, like, this is a respectful way to do it as opposed to sitting on the bench like he was doing. So, got that. Everything got into it, turned into this big cultural war, you know, freaking shop teachers and driver's ed teachers burning their white Nikes and jerseys with the NFL, you know, allowing it to happen. Then President now Trump gets involved in it as well, causing the son of a bitch, you know. I mean, and he gets completely blackballed from the league, you know. Again, they tried to turn it into this cultural issue, like all oh, they're protesting the flag. Everybody was like, "We're not protesting the flag. We're protesting police brutality," you know. But people just don't want to hear it. And then, lo and behold, George Floyd, you know, if you haven't heard or watched. Um, Forty six seconds. Well, if you haven't read, mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to his, I want to call it a comedy special. But if you haven't listened to the special from uh, Dave Chappelle, go ahead and YouTube that up. You know, for eight minutes and forty six seconds, these people leaned on this dude's neck and killed him on broad daylight 
with cameras rolling, mm-hmm. and he really has just set off. Yeah, and set off a, yeah. a just a absolute revolution, essentially, in a revolution at this point in time. And it's taken, mm-hmm. you know, down essentially everybody. But keeping it in the sports world, mm-hmm. you know, now the NFL has kind of turned their the other way. Like, hey, you know, uh, essentially saying Kaepernick was right. So it's where the wind was blowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. They're saying Kyler Kaepernick was right or we were wrong without actually mentioning his name. And, you know, got Roger Goodell out there saying Black Lives Matter. You got popular white players in the league talking about, hey, I'm taking a knee. You got college football coaches wearing own shirts and being like, oops, my bad. I'm about to lose all my recruits if I don't take this did you, did you Did you read the latest on the, the ONA and that shit? No, go ahead. It said Alpha Williams, former Bengal, reporting that Gundy used the, oh, the N-word on him. Yeah, I did. I, what? I saw the headline. I didn't go into it. Um, I didn't hear that. Yeah, it, that, that. I mean, everything is, I mean, it's taking people down. Our now future quarterback, we talked about it before, came out and was like, you know, before really it all went to shit shit. He was one of the first ones out there talking about, you know, essentially Black Lives Matter. We need to be listening to these black people and these black players because, you know. Andy Dalton did too. Andy Dalton as well. I yeah. Mean, it, right. It's become like now like an issue. So now, when and if football does come back, I, I fully expect every NFL player to be kneeling. Touch and like d- damn near every single one of them. Uh, not all of them. Mm. Mm. I mean, I would say it's go- it's going to be there will be more more than I don't maybe yeah maybe more than the first Kaepernick thing maybe more. I don't know if Jerry Jones is going to do it this time. Well, well, remember they didn't do it during the anthem. They did it before the game. That was some freaking performative bullshit. But that's another question or another story and another question. And it seems like the owners of the NFL, especially Jerry Jones, since you brought him up, they done tucked tail and gone home. Roger Goodell is the only one out there saying anything about this. The owners for the teams have been super quiet about this whole thing. And I'm wondering because like, the last time. Because the last time this shit happened, they, you know, they, some of them did kneel, like Jerry Jones, and then they got mm-hmm. the white lash. Mm-hmm. Oh, especially oh, Texas. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. Right. They got yeah. the white lash and all those police unions and government officials and all those folks. How dare like, you this and you that? You giving those, you giving those, uh, whatever's uh, an opinion and a, yeah. a voice? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you this and that. Yeah, yeah, but again, right. it becomes one of these things, and the NFL players will look stupid as hell if they don't look at the college players who are like, "Hey, they realize they have this power," and you know, like Mike Gundy or like you know some of the the Texas team, the Florida State team that pulled their cards, their coaches' cards, like out there, and you know, like looking mm-hmm. at the fourth teams. I mean, what they got? Uh, Clemson got them to take the damn Confederacy names off the buildings. At their school, the players did. I mean, the NFL players yeah. have a bunch of power. They do. They 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 they, do. they they wield an extreme amount of power, and they are have been hesitant to use it because they're so worried about what it's going to look like. And I think they are. The and yeah. right. See, but here's that right. I, and you know, I we did hear about that. Um, the Texas quarterback Deshaun Watson and mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. They did, they did a, a video. video presentation to NFL, mm-hmm. 
And, you know, that was cool. Um, and, you know, that, and because Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson are good, yeah. and just, they just won the Super Bowl, <laughs> that did get the Dells uh, information and knowledge. Yeah. And I'm, you know, and Numo folds up for big money contracts Correct. right now. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. and, again, they're powerful enough and good enough to be like, you know what, um, Nobody's going to be like, hey, I, I'm not going to sign Patrick Mahomes because he's going to take a knee. That, that's not going to happen. He ain't getting blackballed. That's not happening. And no. Have to no, no, no. They should have the contracts already. You know what I'm saying. That, and that ain't the yeah, I know. Their fans would burn that well, owner down. They would, they would kill that uh-huh. thing. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, well that ain't going to happen. Texas might trade him. But thank you for the trade. Yeah, Texas is crazy. Is but, uh. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah the, the Chiefs should be signing Mahomes for forty to forty-five million dollars a year. Mm. Yeah, and mm. it's just—it's just one of these situations where you know it's become a cultural zeitgeist or whatever that you know this is where we're moving in this direction at this point in time. I kind of think mm. the owners might be a little bit quiet because they don't really know if there's going to be a season anyway. So stepping out there and no. saying something that mm. might not happen. Right. Yeah, well, there's, 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 yeah. damn, you, there is a chance now. I mean, a better than whatever chance that there might not. There gonna be a might. It might be at least a shortened season. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, that's a, yeah. that's amazing that yeah, two months out from you know anything, and mm-hmm. right, these people. It might not be a season in September. The start yeah. of, of the season. I mean, it's gonna be yeah. interesting to see. You know, I like well, I said, you know, yeah. the Bengals. The Bengals, when this was going on, when they had um, Marvin Lewis, you know, when this was going on with Colin Kaepernick, you know, he was just, you know, they need to focus on football. And, again, Marvin's an old dude. Uh, it, it, you know, he's that, 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 that's Marvin. No, it's Marvin, though. That's how he was going to be, even though he had to jump through every single hoop in the world and wind up still with Twice. the Bengals. And wound up with the Bengals. Yeah. That was the only team that would take a chance on his ass to be a black coach. So it's not like he doesn't understand the struggle, so to speak, you know. And I, so, mean, but we, I, I mean, but let's look. Even at the beginning of when the business of the Super Bowl twenty three, there was that there was a, a riot because of some shit like this. Right in Miami. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. So yeah. this ain't a new issue. This has been going on for years, but you know we, you know mm-hmm. we we overlooked it. Right. Well, we did. Um, uh, well, we didn't. They slept under the rug. <laughs> I mean, we. Didn't. Yeah. I, I was. I didn't protest for that one, unfortunately. Yeah, but they weren't. They weren't listening to us, though. And, yeah, I mean, again, yeah. everybody's right. been clear that this is what this is about, and people, you know, I mean, I don't know how. It, I don't know how you. That was the one that you had to see to be like, oh, this is a problem. Like this has been a problem, you know. I mean, we're all famous for, a long time. for listening to, you know, and quoting people. With jokes or whatever, man. Richard Pryor was making jokes about this shit in '71. Yeah, I would say making commentary, commentary yeah. jokes. You know exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know yeah. who you gonna find in? That's what you wanted justice. That's who you gonna find in jail. Just us. That's it. Oh. So I, I, I like the line. I'm reaching into my pockets to get my license because yeah. I don't want to be no motherfucking accident. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. 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 You know? Shit, I mean, Dave Chappelle, what, 10 plus years ago? Yeah, sprinkle some crack on him and let's go. I mean, this, yeah. this <laughs> has been going on for decades. All our lives. 
Oh, how about, and how about 200 years? Yeah, exactly. So it's just yeah, the yeah. idea now. This ain't nothing new. Yeah, so, and the mm-hmm. Bengals' statement was about, you know, pledging some money or whatever. You know, and I told you one of the things that they had did before was they were sponsoring a program, you know, to teach black kids how to talk to the police. Yeah. Wrong podcast, but fuck off, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Really? That is the problem. How about Have you met Mike Brown? <laughs> you know, that's the most bingo thing to do of all time, man. Man, how to yeah. I will bet you leave. I will bet you money they're gonna they're gonna force every they're gonna come out and say everybody needs to stand, regardless. I, I can almost yeah. guarantee you they'll do that. I mean, it'll it'll yeah. be interesting to see how they move, and it'll be interesting if their franchise, whatever face of the city, is just like nah, because from what I'm gathering, mm-hmm. he has that in his body, like that you know he's not gonna like just conform mm-hmm. to whatever, like it's just you know it's not how he's raised. So, I don't see that. Um, yeah, yeah. He's insulated from the street. Yeah, and but, oh, yeah, but he's also bars, but see like, he's not he's gonna get a little bit of plaque because he's white and from what I'm saying, but he's also right. going to get a lot of props from people that are under the age of a thousand that are going to be like, hey, you know what, this white dude's out here doing this, you know, and, you know, how much yeah. does he want to go? I mean, white quarterbacks are notoriously not saying anything. We didn't even talk about Drew Brees getting dragged. Yeah, Drew Brees is ass. Yeah, he got, he, he got super dragged. Man, well, he turned his, he changed his opinion quick, didn't he? Man, <laughs> he learned, oh, and, and again, because yeah, his best player, player Michael Thomas was like, uh, yeah, this ain't going to Yeah. Happen. Yeah, he was trying so, to trying to smoke screen for him a little bit. It's like, yeah, he, he don't get it. <laughs> yep. Basically well, what he said. I, I yeah. think, uh, well, I think if this, if this was my, this was after the Super Bowl season, he wouldn't got dragged like that, mm. but yeah. ten years later. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean you can't. Yeah, the sign is off. Yeah, you can't keep losing to the Vikings like that and then come out talking about <laughs> yeah, uh, the flag means yeah. all this to me. Yeah, what flag? Uh huh. So all right. <laughs> so it'll be interesting moving forward uh, to see what uh, what happens. Um, but I mean, gee, from JJ Watt to Baker Mayfield to yeah, like, even JJ Watt says like shit. Yeah. I'll <laughs> that yeah. shocked me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's, here's another situation, too, and this is whatever that, what's going on podcast, whatever that will happen, part of it. Um, now, they, in November, who are these people going to vote for? I mean, I, I, most of the I time, I don't uh, think that most of these people vote at all. Uh, because yeah, that, really that's them, except that, for the ones that, that, true. Are, you know, that are really invested right. into their money and looking for them tax cuts. I think for the most part, most of them don't vote. You know, it, but again, a lot of them don't. It becomes a situation where you know, how big does this become? Like, does this die down before then? Are they going to be like, hey, you know what? We're not going to practice at Ohio State University, and we all going to go vote today. That, I mean, mm. you, you could get into that type of situation and, again, different podcasts or whatever, you know, if if people vote the way that they tweet, obviously Trump is in a lot of trouble, you know, a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. But people right. don't right. Not, vote not, the way that they tweet. Yeah. And, you know, not people vote. say one thing and not then vote. Not vote is a vote. 
not yep. voted to vote for yeah. for starting right. oh, yeah. in office. That's a victory. Correct. That's a victory for the right. Yeah, right. So I mean, again, we'll, we'll try to keep that into a different podcast. But I, I, I hear what you're saying. It, it becomes it becomes a huge issue. And like I said, everybody's flexing their sports muscle. Bubba Wallace got them to take out the Confederate flag at NASCAR races. I can definitely tell yeah. you in my lifetime, I would have never, never thought I'd see that. I'm never that. Never. Yeah, one okay. one, uh, one racer yeah, said, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to quit. And they were like, bye. <laughs> like, wow. Well, he wasn't any good. Yeah, he wasn't any good. Jimmy Johnson was like, hey, I ain't going to race no more. That would be a whole thing. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, it'll, it'll be but, interesting to see. Right. But, yeah, that that uniform, that team's uniform, it, it might be banned, but it ain't going away. No. No. But it's right. no. still, still lives forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, and, and, uh, and, uh, and them sacrificing Confederate uh, statues is like, you know, aesthetical. The Confederate statues to me remind me of the Bengals. And you guys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a negative connotation no matter what. Explain that. <laughs> yeah. Going, I mean, going, going after the Bengals or after Confederate stuff is the e. That's the low-hanging fruit. It's too easy. Yeah. I hear what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, I'm going to refocus this back in football here. And bring yeah, we need to. Again, again, if, you're like, if you're one of those people and you really want to hear what we think about this, again, it'll be a different podcast. All right. Let's get out of the time right. into quarter three. All right, so we looked at the Bengals' greatest quarterback of all time. Cornerback, excuse me. Um, let's look at who else is on the top ten list of cornerbacks in terms of interceptions. Now, the step from one to two is freaking mm. huge, by the way. Um, quantum leap. Quantum fall. Uh, yeah. Okay. Are, are, we, um, are we counting safety, too? Well, you know what? There is a safety or two safeties that are on this list that are in the top ten. Um, the rest, I believe, are all cornerbacks. Um, but So we'll just go through okay. the top ten. If you take them out, there's some surprising names that are on the list that I think that people that we consider to be good corners but just didn't get picks. Um but let's go from the yeah. top. So Riley, uh, Riley is one. And, two edge sword, kind of. Yeah, and number two yeah. is Louis Breeden. One hundred and thirty-four games. Uh, he was Louis one of my Breeden. favorite corners back in the day. Yeah, but only thirty. Not yeah, only imagine thirty-three interceptions. Wow, and he's number two. Yeah, he's number Ooh, two. So wow. fifty-five is one, and thirty-three. So, and literally, <laughs> I mean, there's and a literally half off there. Yeah. That's, I mean, so, the I mean, game has changed a lot, but yeah, even still, that's still fucking low. <laughs> that is that's a, that's a shock to me. Really I, Thirty-three interceptions is. I mean, I would say a, you can get two. That's a decent. You get, you get three or four yeah. interceptions a year. That's pretty good considering you, um, the quarterbacks are trained not to throw to you. Mm. You don't know where this other guy's uh-huh. going. <laughs> um, you play for the Bengals? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the X factor of always. Um, yeah. Well, wow. He um he he played in 134 games. So mm-hmm. uh, I mean, there's that. He was there during the most of the uh, 70s, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I know he was. He was on the uh, first Super Bowl team. I'm pretty sure, if I remember right. Uh, yeah, Louis Breen. Yeah, he was there. He, Mm-hmm. Okay. I had to go watch Super Bowl 16 again because I didn't think you was in there. Mm. Mm. Oops. Yeah, he was. I think it was a stunt corner. 
I think. Uh, <laughs> I would hope, but that's what it is. I think. the ass whooping number they got, I, I kind of forgot. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, number three on the list is David Fulcher, not a cornerback. Uh, he's got 31 picks. We'll do when we do our uh, greatest and latest safeties. We'll we'll spend some time on Fulcher. He had 100 mm-hmm. career games. I thought he probably played more than that, but I think he yeah. was near the end. Um, he was a line. He was a linebacker playing safety. Playing I mean, safety. He, yeah. He, he, did, he did well, you know. I mean, I'm not yeah. going to take away. Oh, from yeah, he, he, he maxed it out. Just yeah, don't put him sure. in coverage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We do. All right. Uh, number four, Leon Hall, 26 interceptions and 121 career games. That's we, I mean, he's in our I mean, top 50. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. Playing, I that 26 interceptions for him. But I, did you ever think in your mind though, it's like, oh man, Leon Hall is a top cornerback? I didn't. I just thought he was always, no. you know, average. I, I thought he was. You know, I thought he was decent, but I never thought he was a top in anything. Like. Uh, I was. I thought Jonathan Joseph, if he had stayed, would probably be mm-hmm. could probably challenge on that list, at least for number two. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, that didn't happen. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, Leon. No, I, I thought he was just an average corner. Yeah, Bengals loved him though. Oh, the they loved Leon Hall. Yeah, well, remember the that story man. goes that that's the choice because they're the Bengals. Was like, well, we either got to sign Leon Hall or sign Jonathan Joseph. And John and Leon Hall was the first one to uh, essentially come to work that day, and he was going to get the damn contract. So, you know, yeah, and Jonathan Joseph still playing. I mean, shit, you know, that's yeah, there you go. The situation at all. So. That was, yeah, know, he was all he was all uh, down at the end. He was so injured, yeah. So, uh, so. yeah, Leon Hall had what with the Bengals? He had the Achilles, or did he have two Achilles? Both knees, right? One was an Achilles for sure, but I thought he maybe okay. had a knee also, where he lost a good portion of the season as well. Um, yeah, lost all his speed, or whatever you whatever you had. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have that much to begin with. You know, he was, yeah. he, he was all right. Man. I'm, he was I'm, all right. Troy, I, mean, I remember Troy Smith smoking him in the number one versus two. <laughs> that that ought to tell you. Yeah. I love yeah. Troy, but he wasn't no he wasn't no NFL quarterback. Not not really. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. There, there you go. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, next yeah. on the list is Lance Parrish, uh, twenty-five. Did he play for? Did he play for the Celtics? That's uh, Robert. Parrish. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Lance Parrish. That's what you get for making a joke. So he's got twenty-five picks and one hundred and five games. Reggie Nelson is next on the list. Not a safe, not a cornerback oh. either. Safety at twenty-three interceptions and ninety-three games. You know, Damn. So percentage How? How long was he there? Was he there five years or something like that? I didn't realize that. Holy shit. Yeah. That was more of a surprise. Yeah, he ran. He yeah, that was very I mean, God, they got him for like a seventh-round trade pick or something a like song. that. Right. They got They really. They got they him for a money symbol on a piece of paper. Yeah, they, they didn't get nothing yeah. for him. Yeah, that was, that was a nice but, little deal. Yeah. The next one here, too, was kind of surprising as well. The next one is Tory James at 21 picks in 64 Damn, games. That's another one. He was all right for a couple of years. 
Yeah, yeah. He had, I think he had one year where he got like 11 picks or something. Him or Delta O'Neal. Yeah, like a, him and Delta O'Neal. They both, they both yeah. had like a resurgent years at the same time, and they were like yeah, yeah they were like corner, corner brothers for that one or two years. And shit was crazy. So, uh, mm-hmm. And they both got old and hurt, and that was it. But, yeah. And fight with the Bengals. Yeah. yeah so, that, that I mean, you know, I don't remember. But as we're going through this list, I don't remember, like, any of these dudes. And they're like, oh, man, they were like, you know, there's no shutdown corners on this list. There's no, can't throw it to that side of the field. There's none of that. Like, the Bengals haven't had that player maybe ever. Second, um, <laughs> <Ken> right? <Riley. laughs> uh, but that's pretty much it. Uh, now, the next you, one. Well, there was a so. Uh, I'm sorry, do your, do your bit. Do your bit. No, go ahead. Uh, how, mm-hmm. yeah, you do your bit. I'm gonna, I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it. I think the next one is 17. Is it Casanova? Is it Tommy Casanova? Tommy Casanova. Yeah. Played in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. 17 picks yeah. in 17 games. Um, he's like, a, a little he's bit a before my. Uh, yeah. He's a cornerback. So. Okay. And then yeah, Dad over that name. I think he's a white O'Neal. Yeah, Delta O'Neal comes in at ten with sixteen picks in fifty-five games. So, mm. I mean, okay, there's not a shutdown corner on that list. But again, in that top ten Damn. list of players, and some of these dudes had hella numbers of games. This Jonathan Joseph is not on this list, you know. And That's amazing. Pretty good cornerback for the Bengals. He's you know there. Eric Thomas. Eric Thomas was a very He was a rookie, yeah. I guess, on that that Super Bowl year or or or, or, or two, second year. I forgot. It. I didn't realize yeah. that. Uh, Part of the SWAT team yeah. with uh, Louis yeah. Bell and whatever. I had the poster. Uh, yeah, I did we, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember those what? posters. I remember those posters, yeah. and we had the. I had a Boomer poster. I didn't get the, the, the icky one. I had Boomer and I had the SWAT team. Yeah. I didn't get it. Why did you not get the icky one? I, I don't know because <laughs> I'm a weird cat. I'm a <laughs> <laughs> what? That's, anyway, yeah, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eric Thomas. I am the SWAT team. Missed. Brothers was represented. Yeah. yeah but, Eric yeah. Thomas just missed the, the cut at 15 interceptions. And he played career? 68 games for the Bengals. No, he's 17 wow. in his career. 15 games with the Bengals in 68 games. Surprised he didn't have more than that. Yeah, he started off well. Yeah. I guess I, I, guess I think he kind of fell off toward the, the backside. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, wow. Also on not That's surprising. On this list. Yeah. Also not on this list. Adam Pacman Joe. Uh, Adam he didn't get picks. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say he has he had a couple slightly high profile picks. I think he had he had a couple pick sixes for touchdowns and stuff. But other than that, he was more of um he wasn't a shutdown corner certainly. But I mean, he he was athletic. I guess I could say you know what I mean. And he did the punt returns. That was his thing. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't a, a get interceptions Man. type corner, which was Man. I always thought was a little strange. The, I mean, I think people didn't really throw near him that much, to be honest with you. I think that, that was, was yeah, that's what I think, too. Yeah. Yeah. He might have been, or, I mean, he was really good in his moment mm-hmm. with us. And, yeah. I mean, I, I think yeah. a lot of people avoided him. Yeah, I do, too. 
Like, I don't think like, and, you know, um, people threw at right. him that much. Right, and the, and the two dudes so that were still the were, were the, were the mm-hmm. one they threw at. Right. And they usually got the right. completion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. and he's got, with the Bengals, 12 interceptions in eight years. I mean, that 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 kind of reeks of don't throw it near him. It's just like he just didn't get that many. Yeah. Yeah, he's not getting thrown on his side. Yeah. 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 So that's yeah. kinda I was kinda curious that you just didn't, you know, didn't get like thrown, but he's not on the list. I would have thought that he would have had more than twelve and I mean he had shit a hundred total yeah. with the Bengals. Shit, that's a lot of games. So I mean not a lot more than I would have thought. Yeah. 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 Anybody got a favorite out of that list that's on there? If you can't take Ken Riley, there's a favorite Bengal cornerback from this just, time. Just, just favorite because it was your favorite, not because of stats. Or? Yeah, it's like, oh, you know what? I like that dude. I, 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 I love Derek Thomas back then. I mean, that was the height yeah. of the the, the the '88 season. You know, they had the SWAT team. Him and Poulter were my boys. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, Fulcher is going to be my standout dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, he yeah. was yeah. He, he wrecked havoc there. He was a beast. He was he was the only six in Stratomatic, right? In the secondary. That's <laughs> 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 correct. It all yeah. <laughs> Strato. Always comes yeah. down. Yeah. Damn it. I mean, he was, a, he was all pro, right? He was all yeah, pro. He was all pro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was right. He was blaming him from his elf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was he was he was yeah. a, a demon in that secondary. Yeah, back in in his prime. So wow. Yeah. All right. So those are some of the cornerbacks. Well, that, no, wait, wait, wait. This, this is ahead. a story I wanted to say. Yeah. Okay, so like in 1976, Riley had a great season, but was not selected to the to play in the Pro Bowl. Meanwhile, his defensive back teammate Lamar Parrish, mm-hmm. who recorded just two interceptions and missed. Half the season with injury was a Pro Bowl selection. I don't know this Lamar Parrish. Dude, I, I've I heard, mean, I've, who the hell was he? I've heard his. I mean, I've heard his name. I've heard him spoken of uh, very well. They they said I've heard he was very athletic. I don't know. You know, I don't think he had a lot of picks. So I, I looked at the uh, stats. I don't think he has very many. But uh, he was a corner. Forty-seven. Yeah. He, he said he was a corner. He had 47 interceptions in his career. I think I think he played primarily in the 70s on a lot of the bad teams. So of course yeah, he's yeah, not he played be. on the Bengals from from 1970 to 1977. Then he went yeah, to the Forest Hands from 78 to 81. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. That's why he went with them in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl years. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess he was the mainstay on the 70s teams, but we all know how those teams were looked at. There you go. Okay. Well, like I said, uh, if I had to pick somebody off of here, I really like Eric Thomas was like my dude back then too. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, as much as I don't necessarily approve of his other extracurricular activities, I I, I loved Pac-Man <laughs> on the Bengals. He brought something. I mean, you need he, he was yeah. a dog. You got to have that off. Yeah. Man, I was just about to say a grade yeah. A dog. So uh, he, he was scary. Yeah. Billy is just that dude. Yep, he's just that dude. Yep, that dude. You need that dude on your team. You just got to be able to hope. Well, they had two. They had two. Control himself. 
Yeah, they, but then they had two of them at the same time, and that was not going to work out too well. And, uh, and Marvin couldn't control any of them. No, and didn't want and, to. I don't think he even had the, the desire to even want to do it. Like, I think he was just like, it'll work itself out. They'll be, they'll be responsible. Uh, oops. Um. But, <laughs> but, they, but that wasn't their fault. Yeah, that's not their fault. It's not that's their fault, not right? True, not. Goodwill hunting. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. You did everything <laughs> you were supposed to. All right. Right. Okay. So quarter three was about, you know, some great, oh, great. That's not a good word. Some better Bengal cornerback. Let's talk about some of the not so great ones. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to bring up some painful memories. Oh, because it, it's, oh, you know, so if you get to shout out some names, I put some names on this list. I have uh, like nine dudes on here. Um, some about <laughs> people that just weren't good cornerbacks. So just it's hard. You got one off the top of your head. Just give me one if they made the not good cornerback list. Shit, the mofo's in the streets now. Um, Mister, <laughs> uh, uh, I got paid twelve million dollars, and nobody wants to sign me. Even the Falcons don't want to sign sign me. Yeah, that would be Dre Kirkpatrick. Yeah, yeah there, you there you go. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Baltimore. Baltimore. Yes, they, yeah, Drake Kirkpatrick <laughs> definitely. Um, not again. Just more than anything, didn't live up to his draft status. That's probably the biggest mm-hmm. issue. I think if he had been a second or third round pick, we wouldn't be complaining. But he wasn't well, somebody yeah, exactly. Yeah, he benefited um, from the from the Bama name. Yeah. Yes, and you know, and that was a time too where the Bengals had decided they were going to invest heavily in cornerbacks, kept taking them round after round in the first round or whatever, and, you know, and signing mm-hmm. other ones that were cast off, you know, with Terrence Newman was here for a period of time. Terrence and, Newman, you know, yeah. Just, they were yeah. going through this whole <laughs> list of having round corners and then da- yeah. and still drafting them and then, you know, having that. So it was just a wild time there that, you know, they made the corners a thing that was to be held, you know, that was a special position or whatever, and that's kind of faded. <laughs> that it was, was terrible before. Marvin got there, and now we're getting, I think, into the maybe not so great uh, era again. Faded so back to the nineties era. Corners. Yeah, you yeah. it's way more important now to have decent corners. Um, oh God! All right, yeah. Sam, man, you got a you got a corner. See if he made the list. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, I already mentioned this in the uh, tax chain. <laughs> uh, we go back to the nineties. Immortal Rod the Toast Jones, baby. One of the worst <laughs> corners. Oh Lord. In the in pro football, how he he should have been, I don't know, man in the corner store, but he shouldn't have been playing no damn football, let alone. Yeah. Well, that's what the Bengals were back then. They were taking any yeah. and all comers. Yeah, Rod Jones <laughs> Terrible. was really bad. He was really bad. Ooh, he was um, oh. that's a bad one. Uh, a more recent one is B W Webb. Uh, he was just terrible. I mean, awful. Oh, one here. Yeah, he played one, there, there one season, and he was awful. And they moved him on very, very quickly. Um, yeah. So, yeah. You know, just off, uh, the, off the list here, just from the, most of this is from the top of my head. Uh, that's why I, I need to start drinking. Um, <laughs> Archrail Hawkins. Archrail Hawkins. Yeah, that, Hawkins. I mentioned him too. That son of a bitch was him. awful. So bad. His <laughs> little brother wound up becoming a more better player for the Bengals than he did. And was Archer yeah, the receiver. Round pick from Cincinnati? Yeah, yeah they, went to, they both went to UC. 
That's that's yeah, why that's why they got the him because he went to UT. Yeah, he was. Oh God! Oh, what round pick? Was he first or he was a second rounder? I think he wasn't. He wasn't any good. He wasn't any good. Yeah, he, him and Roger Tellis Jones were were very similar in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Not good. Yeah, yeah. There's there's, you know, there's a bunch of their, names like that. Yeah, the yeah. Bengals get their first win or whatever when they played the expansion Texans, and he actually had a um, a. a, a uh, interception return for a touchdown, like when they were, they were like, you know, oh, Texans. Oh my goodness! The Texans actually won a game because I think the Texans won their first game ever against the Cowboys <laughs> in their expansion year, and then oh, the Bengals was winless, uh, and like, <laughs> and they wound up going to Texas and beating them. But that was like the, that was the year right before Marvin, you know, the last year where they. Oh, okay. That was the only last way. year of the dark. Last year of the darkness <laughs> of that of that darkness. Anyway, yeah. Uh, he's on the list. He's on the list, uh, man. Louis Phillips. Uh, now, oh, God. Louis Phillips, unfortunately, <laughs> has uh, that. He, so he's the, I mean, he's going to be the, always be the, the hunchback of Notre Dame because of Super Bowl 23. <laughs> Call him quasi. Mm-hmm. He had it right in his right. hand. Right. Oh, if he, if he makes that, so the, if he makes that play, he, he's champion Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. And but he don't, so he blocked it. Yes, and then turns out later on. I mean, you know, we're oh, the hell do we don't do? Yeah, we're gonna give him an RIP. Yeah, but yeah, you know, he's also a terrible person allegedly. I mean, if I dropped the Super Bowl. Uh, interception in the Super Bowl, I'd be a terrible person too. Yeah, you don't live that shit down. Yeah. You know, yeah. beat, yeah. beat women, yeah. cocaine, whatever, man. Oh, well, uh-huh. it, 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 it didn't end well yeah. for him. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Look, I mean, we, I mean, hey, this ain't the first time we're going to shit on somebody's grave on this or other podcast. All right. So, yeah, Louis Bell's next to the list. Rod Toast Jones, R.J. Yes, Hawkins. Here's Hawkins. Corey Sawyer. That nigga. Sucked. Oh, it was god awful, man. They he was awful too. For, he wound up getting eleven picks. I don't know how. How the hell did that? They burnt you for about a hundred touchdowns. Well, yeah, that too. But he probably he got a lot of chances. Man. They was probably bombing him. Yeah, the next right. <laughs> right. If you're if you're a crappy cornerback, you get a lot of chances. <laughs> 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 Oh shit! I'm like, yeah, that was yeah, that was another '90s revolving door quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. Shit, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of some more names. I'm uh, pulling up the. <laughs> Y'all do it, man. You, yeah. you got to sleep that shit off, man. I got one. Yeah. Good too or bad? Uh, Ashley Amber. Oh yeah, I mentioned him. He said he was in that game. He was in that game with against Kansas City. They won. I think he was a starter in that game. I think. After a minute, I think oh, yeah, a look, but yeah. And he wound up yeah, getting a free agent huh. contract to the Falcons, if I'm not mistaken, huh? Really? He wound up going, I mean, that, that's, that's not, I mean. Let's talk about a team that can't draft cornerbacks. They are the linebackers. They, they drafted one really good one, and well, he yeah. ditched and them. He, and he ditched them <laughs> when he could. But the rest of them, all state. Well, they, uh, well, yeah, they did, yeah. yeah we'll, mm-hmm. We ain't talking about the fucking Falcons. Fuck Falcons. All right, so, yeah, that's it. 
right. Any yeah. other cornerbacks yeah. that you besides uh, Drake and Patrick? Uh, we got him on there. Artrell Hawkins, nine career picks. Uh, Robert Jones had six career picks. It's kind of surprising. Um, yeah, he went from Tampa Bay. Hey, too bad he don't have a Stanford touchdown giving up. Yeah, he couldn't get you cold, though. Yeah. Like, seriously. <laughs> they, were all, they were all terrible. There, there were no good corners in that for over a decade. In the 90s, yeah. Corners. They just weren't good. In the 90s, you know. Yeah. And I think, yeah. you know, if you had to give you know, the best corner outside of freaking uh, Riley or whatever. I don't know who you'd really pick because the, the drop-off, I mean, Louis Breeden was really good. Like, he was a very was good cornerback. Yeah, you know, I think he was a start on the team. Picks. You don't want yeah. to totally base it on picks, but, I mean, he was a really no. good cornerback. Um, no, he was, so, he, was, he was very good, yeah. But it's, yeah, the, I mean, it's, the it's fact like you have to go back picks. that far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to get, you know, that kind of says a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. It says a whole lot about their huh, scouting. There's that word again, and um, yeah, mm-hmm. mainly just scouting. They're just bad at scouting. They were bad at Yeah, yeah. yeah. Phillips had an interception in the playoffs. No, he did. He did. He, that's what I'm looking at his stats in 1988. He, uh, Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah, but we know it wasn't in the Super Bowl. Against, so. against Buffalo? Like the, Chargers, yeah. the Chargers or the Buffalo or... Buffalo. One of the Oilers. Didn't they have to beat the Oilers? To get down. And that beat down. Not in the, that, in 88? Was that 88 or 89? Was it Seattle? No. Oh, Seattle. It might have been Seattle. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Well, good. Yeah, I mean, good for him. And he's somebody that obviously should be honored by the team, too, but they're not going to do it. So. Yeah, they're not going to do that. <laughs> well, I mean, a good look back at the corner situation for the Bengals. Um, I think, you know, as we've gone through this and we've done our greatest Bengals of all times and we've broken it down by positions or whatever and ranking them, like, I, you know, I think this is therapeutic in a sense. It's just like, you know what, <laughs> the team has been really bad. It's a wonder they won as many games as they had, you know, based on that. <laughs> um, oh, uh, hello, you've got to know that you, if you're a Bengal fan and you've only seen, what, 13 winning seasons and 53 seasons or something, mm-hmm. you know your ass is bad. Hell, come on, man. Come on, But we, we could. In fact, I was thinking the other day, I was like, you know what? When I was looking at the cornerbacks, I was like, actually, the Bengals have had, at least in the more modern post-Marvin era, modern age, a little bit in the right. 80s, they've, you know, right. they've had decent cornerbacks. And the other thing that they've always, generally speaking, had decent ones is running backs. And I think that's probably going to be the next one where we look at the running backs for the Bengals, you know, mm-hmm. and who has been very good. And on. Even when they didn't have wide receivers or quarterbacks, they've always had decent wide receivers. So they've been able to draft certain mm-hmm. positions, but not the ones it's that always, matter. It's yeah, always like, been like, offense like, over defense. Yeah, de- yeah, it's always been offense. Defense has been shaky. Like, oh, my gosh, the defensive end always. is, like, shaky. Tackles, <laughs> shaky. Linebackers, <laughs> awful. Just damn bad. All know, across and, the board, all of them. So yeah. it's just, you know, it's one of those things that, it's it's just a weird like kind of like just fact about the team and it's just it's unfortunate. But anyway, hey man, uh, Zach Taylor's gonna turn it around. Woo-hoo! 
Alright. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. If we have a season. If we have a season, yes, we may turn it around. Yeah, that's right. a big up right now. Yeah. Yeah. So Hutch, we need exit music, man. Oh, it's uh, Magic Man by George uh, Washington Jr. Not George Washington Jr. What's it? George uh, Washington Jr. Robert Washington. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I, I know him. Think about my other. I, yeah, I was thinking about <laughs> that next podcast. Yeah, but um, yeah, Grover Washington, Magic Man. Okay, Grover Washington. He's always coming. Grover Washington. Uh, uh, actually, the song was Mister Magic. Mister Magic. Mister Magic. The wrong thing here. Oh, I don't think I know that song. Well, mm-hmm. You know that song when you hear. Okay. Think heavy. Okay. And nah. the other people that stole it. It's samples. Sampled, so ideally. Sampled. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was your money. <laughs> yeah. You don't know Sampled equals legal stealing. Well, as George, damn it, you got me doing it. As Grover Washington, Grover Washington Jr. <laughs> begins to play us out, remember you may be able to find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, you know, check us out. Um, I'm not on Facebook currently, so I uh, won't be doing that. But you can find me <laughs> at Bros Comics on Twitter, uh, at Bros Comics, B-R-O-T-H-A-S-C-O-M-I-C-S. I keep saying I'm going to make a freaking Who Day Over 40 Twitter page. I just haven't got to it. Uh, are we going are we to get on Spotify? Because I told somebody we're going to Spotify. I don't hmm. think we are. After what? I'd have to submit it. You'd have to submit it? Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a. I'm, well, I, I see people on there that got less followers than us getting on Spotify. So that's just uh, me going through the process of doing the paperwork. So we're good. I'll, I'll have to try to remember to do that. All right. No. Uh, so, yeah. So as that music begins, as he continues playing us out, uh, I am the producer of the podcast. I'm signing off. Uh, same man, go ahead and sign off. All right, people. Who day? Uh, stay safe out there. Yeah, sir. Uh, yeah, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. It's definitely the dead time of the season coming through here, so uh, won't uh-huh. be a whole lot of news. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Riley, our job now to get you into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, right. Brother. For sure. Those are the dudes. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, that, that's it for that. Uh, stay, listen, follow, do all that. I'm signing off. Peace. Peace out. Cool, cool. All right. Here goes. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Well, it's like about a minute. No, we all don't see the time. Yeah, it's a little over an hour. Let me make sure that song is right.